0: Welcome to the Pursuing Uncomfortable Podcast, where we give you the encouragement you need to lean into the uncomfortable stuff life puts in front of you so you can love your life. If you are ready to overcome all the yuck that keeps you up at night, you're in the right place. I am your host, Melissa Ebkin. Let's get going. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Pursuing Uncomfortable Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Ebkin how much of your day is done by habit? Any guesses? I bet it's a lot more than you would expect or realize. Today, I have a fun guest. His name is Jason Harwood, and he is going to talk to us all about habits, what they mean in our lives, how they can help us attain what we want in life, and how they can help us to be the person we want to be. He has a step-by-step process for building and creating new habits so that we can have a life that we love to live. So I'm glad to introduce you today to Jason Harwood. Good morning, Jason. How are you today? Welcome to the podcast. I am great. Thank you so much.
1: I'm so excited to be a part of uh, Pursuing Uncomfortable. That's it yeah. seems like we should be sitting on like a nail bed or something. To... <laughs> well,
0: it's not about being uncomfortable. Oh. It's about recognizing the things that make us uncomfortable so that we can lean into it and just knock it out of the park.
1: There you but go. Thank
0: you for setting setting me up that way. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, I, geez, I'm excited to be here.
0: uncomfortable, you have a lovely family. You have seven children. Oh my god! And you live in Idaho. I would imagine you have some experience with uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's always something. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, do you ever have a night where you don't have something going on? And I said, "Mm, no, not that I can think of. So, and you know, the fun thing is with kids, like experience with one child, does very little to prepare you for the challenges of the next child. That's what I've <laughs> learned. It's like my oldest is graduated now and he's off doing some fun things in his life. And then uh, my, my next, I got three kids in high school and all of them represent just totally different challenges than what my oldest did. And I guess like the only thing you can prepare for is to just be flexible and try to be loving. <laughs> and, uh,
0: it's almost like they are unique individual. Humanity.
1: Oh, my word. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so just one quick question. When was the last time that every surface in your house was not sticky?
1: Oh, my goodness. I it maybe five minutes after we moved into the house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my wife is, uh, and she is meticulously clean, but it's a never ending, um, race to try to stay ahead of this counter and this bathroom. And yeah, what is that on who made lunch? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Never ending. Absolutely. So I would imagine in an environment like that, that finding habits and routines Would be a real benefit.
1: Yeah, it does give me a sense of um, progress, I think, because it's so easy to get wrapped up and to allow everything else to dictate your schedule, everything else to dictate what you do in a day, everything else to kind of dictate what you focus on. And so for me, identifying some core characteristics. And building habits in those areas allows me to see progress over time in things that really matter significantly to me so that I don't just kind of waste away a day or a week or a month or a year chasing after the insignificant.
0: And you just happen to be an expert on creating (laughs) healthy and happy habits.
1: Uh okay. mostly through yeah study and research and practical application
0: so how do we get started talking about habits
1: yeah the
0: so the fascinating
1: thing about habits is is uh research shows about sixty to ninety percent of your day is already habit
0: stop it,
1: it but, yeah I'm, at, at least more than half of your day is habit. And, and really, when you start thinking through, like your morning routine is likely pretty consistent. Your evening routine is likely pretty consistent. Your shopping habits, eating habits. Most people say I don't have an exercise habit. That's a habit. <laughs> uh, uh, the the shows that we watch, the how much time we spend in in what is the e to e ratio, entertainment to education. That's a habit, right? So we just consistently, human beings are actually pretty good at falling into consistent patterns and into consistent habits. So the challenge really is to be proactive in crafting these habits in a way that leads you to what is most important. Because what tends to happen is is we start creating habits around what's easiest not what's most important because two things one your brain wants consistent and two your brain wants easy so we yeah, find the easiest path yeah.
0: I'm still reeling over that percentage that you gave while ago and when you're going through that list I gotta say I think maybe I'm a little higher in that percentage than what I thought I was shocked at first to hear that so much of my day might be a habit and then as you're going through all of those things, I'm thinking, man, I think maybe most of my day, yeah, habit.
1: It's it, yeah, and and because you know somebody asks, oh, where do you go grocery shopping? Pretty much the same place. Uh, and in fact, you I could probably like the same
0: path. That's yeah, because so you could
1: map out your course yeah. at the grocery store. I know for me, and with kids and things, it's a challenge. But man, if you if we were to actually write down and track what we have for dinner every night, the consistency with which you'd see the same things pop up. I mean, it's just the seven ways to make chicken every week. Oh, for Uh, sure.
0: I'm always talking to friends like, okay, we are in such a rut. I need new ideas for dinner. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we'll make it once and it's good and then never get back to it because then it's, you know, we only have 30 minutes till dinner time and I know I can throw together some chicken enchiladas quickly. one
0: extreme or the other. It's we'll never have it again or get into a place where you can handle having this again for the rest of your life.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And that's the real challenge then is we say, man, I'm a lot of people use that word rut. That's where I found myself. I found myself in kind of a rut of the rut that I was I found myself in most was kind of chasing. Um, it was this idea. I, as I look back on my life, I think it came from when I was a kid. Cause when I was a kid, popularity was very important to me. I wanted to be in the popular crowd and I never was. And, and like I grew up with a, a pretty, uh, cushy upbringing. So I'm, you know, most people would look at my upbringing and go, oh my gosh, you had it easy. And I had it very, very easy. When the most challenging thing you're looking for is I want to be in the in crowd and I'm not, then many of your life's problems are already (laughs) solved. But then as I got older, I think that changed into this kind of ambition to think if I could just get a little bit bigger house, if I could just have a little bit nicer car, if I could just... Uh, promote at work if I could just um, you know make sure my kids looked right or acted right or you know you start projecting these things out on your kids and and pretty soon man that grind just
0: you're really kind of the American dream we have success and we want to keep building on that and it reflected in our children
1: yeah the challenge is, is i think the definition of success because i was as a kid i was chasing after popularity which was an a somewhat unattainable aspiration then i started chasing after more material um evidences of success until i shifted and said no maybe what really matters is like what's my weekly or daily habit around charity what's my Weekly or daily habit around um, being a person of integrity or a person of gratitude. How do I develop humility in my life? Um, and and all of those are built off of a foundation. Uh, I call them habits in health, wealth, and self, because you kind of do have to have some level of uh, health and and vitality in order to uh, c- consistently be successful or at least feel that you're successful and same with wealth. I mean, you don't have to be rich, but you have to be managing your money properly. And then you can really start looking and saying, okay, another, like like having a four-wheeler isn't going to solve my problem. It's not going to make me happier. But man, if I strung together a bunch of days where I did a single act of charity every day, now I'm feeling much different about my life.
0: Wow, and that is That is a powerful mindset change, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And it took me a few decades to get (laughs) just, you know, those nights of, of just laying there. And, and it was kind of that becoming uncomfortable where I just eventually got uncomfortable enough that I said, this is not the life that I want. I'm not, um, I'm not feeling like I'm a, like maximizing my potential that's you know it's not about how nice of a car you have or whatever it's are you living up to your beliefs are you living up to your belief about yourself of what you can accomplish and for me it was a a long series of sad days and difficult nights before i finally said you know what i gotta chase something different and build some and then that all started with, okay, I gotta build some different habits.
0: Well, you know, when you talk about habits, in my mind, I think about ways to make a process more efficient. Or yeah. more efficient. But what I hear you really saying is habits really add quality and purpose to our lives.
1: Yeah, they can when we're intentional about it. Um, because habits are simply the consistency with which you do something. If you do something once, it's not really a habit. When you do it in a, in a consistent way, then it starts to become a habit. And it's the accumulation of all of these daily habits that starts to craft and can really change your character. And as you start to change your character, then you really start to change uh, your life satisfaction and your kind of vision of what happiness looks like and and how you can achieve it.
0: Well, how do we get started? (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. So you mentioned
1: the American dream and, and it's funny because the creation of habits actually Works counterculturally in a couple of ways because whenever anybody says, "Okay, where do I get started on habits?" the first thing I say is, "Is what's the smallest thing you can do?" And we kind of live in a "go big or go home" <laughs> society <laughs> of like, "I gotta, I really gotta do something big and significant to make a difference." And I then you look and say, "Mountain, yeah." The habits though are small. The reason for that is is that big things require motivation and motivation is one of the least dependable human emotions because that, yeah, you know this, right? Like some days you feel like it, some days you don't. And for me, I feel like exercising in the morning, usually starting about 8 PM, like at (laughs) 8 PM. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm really going to exercise tomorrow morning. I got a lot of positive emotion about it. I got a lot of positive motivation for morning exercise at 8 PM until the alarm goes off at 530 and suddenly I have far less motivation. So, but when you start small, you're no longer reliant on motivation. Now you can start being reliant on consistency and pattern, which we're better at. So Anytime somebody says, okay, you know, how do I start a habit? What's the smallest thing you can do? If you want to start exercising more, just start setting a habit of putting on your exercise shoes once a day. Because it doesn't take a lot of motivation.
0: Yeah. Are you telling us that discipline is a higher, or to prioritize discipline over motivation? Is that what you're saying, Jason?
1: Yeah, that is so good. I love that. That is a great line. Uh, if you want to start being a more grateful person, just write down one to two things you're grateful for every day, just because that doesn't take a whole lot of motivation. Um, if you want to, uh, or just text one person a day, something that you are grateful to. I, I do this with humility too. Um, I, I make it a point to reach out to one person a week, every week, just to, Uh, tell them how much I appreciate their contribution to something I'm doing in my life. And it helps me think through in my process of, okay, who is contributing? Because sometimes I get caught up thinking, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I've accomplished this and I've done this and I've got this. And then I stop and think, well, wait, who who contributed to that? Who helped me? Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to start having better finances, it's real simple. The easiest thing to do is just start tracking every day Every expense, just a small thing. Just write down, or you know, at the end of the day, just look at your bank account real quick and track everything you spent. So the first tip is start small. We oftentimes try to go big. We say, "I'm going to exercise for thirty minutes. I'm going to save a bunch of my uh, paycheck. I'm going to do some grand act of charity. I'm going to, uh, you know, go outside of my. I'm going to be completely disciplined on." not eating after eight o'clock or whatever it is. And we set these big aspirations. And the key is, is to set a big goal and then scale it way back into the habit that will get you there. It's great to have a big Mm -hmm. goal, Mm -hmm. but it's the small consistent habits that will get you there.
0: Wow, that's powerful stuff there. You're so right. You're so right. So, yeah, step one is make
1: it small. And then you mentioned the other one. Step two is make it easy. Because, yeah, we all like easy. I joke around with people and say, okay, so if you want to exercise more, your small habit is put on your workout clothes every day to make it easier. Just sleep in your workout clothes. Because then you wake up, you you roll out of bed, and you say, boom, Done. My, my habit for today was to put on my workout clothes. I've already got them on now. Many days you'll then be more likely to exercise. There might at the start, there's going to be quite a few days where you say, and now I'm going to change into my, I'm going to take off my workout clothes, take a shower, change into my work clothes (laughs) and go to work. Okay. That's fine. Because you did the small thing that you need to do and make it easy for me, the uh, most efficient way to make something easy is to connect it with a different habit that you're already doing. So um, we were we were lucky we got a uh, COVID dog. Many people
0: I've it, not heard of that breed. Is that a new breed? Yeah, at Westminster.
1: Yeah. As we were all <laughs> locked up together, a lot of people made irrational decisions, and ours was to buy a dog. And as you would probably suspect the person in the household who has the 5:30 a.m. responsibility of letting the dog out of the crate to go outside to go to the bathroom despite many assurances from all seven of the, <laughs> the children that they were going to be so helpful oh
0: you're not telling me that the kids are unreliable when it comes to taking care of <laughs> the uh, we, dog
1: we're we're lucky if one of them feeds the dog <laughs> but um so that falls to me so i could have been kind of angry and upset and um, resentful that I had to get up at five 30 every morning to let the dog out. And I decided I'm going to take this a different direction. So what I decided to do is I said, okay, what's something I want to do every morning without fail, because that dog has to go out every morning without fail. And so, uh, I just took a behavior that I wanted for me. It was writing down three things that I'm grateful for in my little, uh, gratitude journal. um, And so I just take my little gratitude journal and I set it down on the table next to the door. I let the dog out. I sit down. I write my three things. By then she's usually scratching at the door to come back in. And I've just made it very, very easy to be consistent because I tie it to something I'm already doing. And I mentioned much of your life is already habit. So you probably already brush your teeth consistently. I So yes. Well, yeah, that's good. Uh, Take a new habit and say, every time I brush my teeth, I am going to. Many people have a pretty consistent, uh, whether it's coffee or hot chocolate or water or a Diet Coke or whatever. Most people have a pretty consistent drinking habit in the morning, not alcohol, but (laughs) drinking a pretty consistent drinking. Some people. So just say, okay, uh, when I get my first, I'm going to grab my water in the morning. I'm going to grab my Diet Coke. I'm going to grab my coffee. And then I am going to. and. Take something that you're already consistently doing. The minute I get into bed at night, I am going to. The, the second I get into my car coming home from work, I am going to. Uh, and so you take something that you're already doing, attach to it something you want, make it very small. And suddenly you've just knocked out two of the three things that you have to have for habit, which is small and easy.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
1: And so, and it, it, so one thing you can do if you're if you're thinking through this is just start jotting down or maybe monitor your day and just start jotting down. What's what's something I do every day? Write down three things you do every day and then just say, OK, after that, I'm going to after that, I'm going to after that, I'm going to.
0: Now, I already know this, so I'm going to ask the question that I already know <laughs> the answer to. Jason. Do you have a handout for us that we can download that would have this this already outlined and make it even easier for us to get started in this practice?
1: Yeah. So thank you for asking that, Melissa. Yeah. uh, All of this is in. Yeah. If you go to thejasonherwood.com, there's what's called the Happily Ever Habits Guide. And it walks through identifying uh, an area of your life where you want to improve. Helps you pick a small habit in that area. Encourages you to do exactly what I just said. Say, okay, I'm already doing this. And so now I'm going to start adding that. And then the last one that that will really drive it home. Well, there's two. One is to track it. And there's a tracker where you can mark down every day what your habit is. And then you can check the box and you feel the adrenaline rush of checking a box. Everybody loves to like, oh, have to do it. And the last one is to celebrate your small wins. So uh, particularly early, I would let my dog out. I would write down my three things. And then I just kind of fist pump and give myself a yes. Just a yes. And you feel better yes. when you do that.
0: I could imagine it would be appropriate to do a little happy dance.
1: Yeah. If, if everybody listening right now, just fist pump and go, you'll immediately feel better. And it is uh, actually physiological because it will release dopamine in your brain and that's the feel-good chemical in your brain. And you'll go, oh, that feels good. This really helps to drive it home because your brain goes, wait a minute, you just did something new, which I don't really like, but you didn't die. It didn't cause me significant pain. And in fact, now I feel better because you celebrate. You go, yes, you celebrate. And your brain goes, oh, maybe I should do that again tomorrow. (laughs) And it, it, it takes the... Uh, physiology of your brain saying your brain wants consistent, easy, and and you start to, okay, brain, look, it's not that hard and it's it's not that difficult and it's not killing you. And when you celebrate, you, you re-emphasize and really deepen the kind of internal mental connection to say you should do that again. So the Happily Ever Habits Guide will walk you through that.
0: Excellent. And I know from my days in biology, of I was a biologist, that that part of your brain that processes habits also processes emotions. So whenever you mix emotions and habits together, they are going to stick.
1: Yeah. Which is why I, it's so fascinating because we all have our thing that we do to deal with emotions. For so many of us, it's eating. Like I'm an emotional eater, for sure. When I've had a bad day, like, oh my gosh, watch out because I'm going to, barrel through four bowls of cereal for sure (laughs) before (laughs) before i'm like okay stop that and so sometimes it's just yeah creating the alternative to what you're going to do knowing that some of those difficult things will happen things like meditation things like exercise uh some deep breathing exercises are uh, a good way to deal with some of those negative emotions in a way that's slightly more healthy than captain crunch
0: I have had a blast talking to you today, Jason, and I know a few habits that I want to start in my life. And I'm going to download your guide. I'm going to have that link made real easy for everyone else that wants to download it. It's going to be right there in the episode description. They can click on the link to go to your website and also in the description. They can click on a link and download your guide. Any last thoughts that you want
1: Are you gonna to make us? A- yeah, Are you gonna make it small, Melissa? Your habit.
0: I, Are you gonna start? I'm gonna okay. make it meaningful. Good. I really love the mindset habits, and I have a practice of of practicing gratitude, and I have a practice for for a lot of different things. But when you were speaking earlier about humility and about acknowledging others, I want to form a habit of acknowledging others in my life because in the work that I do. It depends on so many other people and their input. And I don't know that I acknowledge them well for all that they do. So that's a habit I definitely want to curate in my life.
1: There you go. I love it. And yeah, my favorite quote about humility, I'll just end with this, is uh, C.S. Lewis. And he said, humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. So you celebrate like, yes, I did that. And some people helped me and I should acknowledge the people who helped me it's not diminishing yourself and saying oh well i'm not very good no you're great and people helped you
0: yeah for sure so we can't do this all alone that's that's a fact
1: yeah it's a lot
0: more fulfilling when there are others with us and sharing how much we appreciate it appreciate their efforts i think that would be a real gift
1: yeah Okay, well, I am excited to to see uh, and hopefully we can connect and you can let me know how your new habit's going.
0: Would love to. <laughs> All right, Jason, thank you so much. And anybody has any questions for Jason or wants someone to be a partner with them or an accountability presence as they're going through this, find him at thejasonharwood.com. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If this encouraged you, Please consider subscribing to our show and leaving a rating and review so we can encourage even more people just like yourself. We drop a new episode every Wednesday, so I hope you continue to drop in and to be encouraged to lean into and overcome all the uncomfortable stuff life brings your way.